Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it! Then we're done! And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes, get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, 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 my good people. It is Monday, February the 20th, 2023, and y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. For that, appreciate you being in the building. Shout out Fizzle Dollars with the intro song, and I see the chat is already popping on this fine, fine Monday. Craig is in the building. Uh, Panda Blam, Dynasty Berry, Cold World TDE. Brenton's in the building. Who else we got in here, man? Uh, Fizzle, Marcel, what's up, Fizzle? Ryan, Jay Peters, main event. Uh, Garrison in the building. Gump, good morning to you. Ty Declare, what's happening, baby? Scott Connor. What's happening, Chris? Leo in the building. David from across the pond. I saw your super chat, baby. We'll get to it at the end of the show. But what's cracking, man? Happy to be here on this Monday. Uh, Jay Rich and I are going to have some fun on this show. We are going to take a look at a very interesting mock draft that was dropped. Jay, was this thing dropped yesterday, the day before? Yeah, over on yesterday. CBS. Dropped yesterday on CBS with some very interesting landing spots. We're going to go through the mock quickly, and then we're actually going to do a one-round mock based on the landing spots from the mock draft that we're going to review. So it's going to be fun. And as we approach the combine, shit, Jay, I think it's next week is the NFL next combine? Next week is when, I believe, weigh-ins start, yeah. Let's go. Weigh-ins for the combine so we get new information. Um, I finished and finally released my film rankings for the running back prospects over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash all gas. So if you want that $7 a month, get you access to that in an entire discord community that's off the freaking charts, destination dynasty, 40 chess off the line, fantasy America's game. We've got a lot of stuff cooking over here at destination Debbie, but shout out to prospects. Use the promo code, wake up, get in on that action, man, over under more or less. You can do uh, some futures for some of the players. Get in, use that promo code, wake up for instant deposit match up to $100 uh, for first time depositors. And, and you know what it is, baby. Michelle Adora. I saw somebody in the comments. I don't forget anything in the comments last Wednesday, Jay. And somebody was like, do people actually buy this? And I'm like, yeah, they do. And it's freaking delicious. Yes, and I'm not BSing you. It's delicious coffee. Go to MichelleAdoraUSA.com. I have a cup every single day. My mom likes it. My grandmother likes it. It's some good stuff that Michelle Adoro is pumping out. You get 15% off with the code WAKEUP. And of course, you know, we got to go big. We got to go epic. We got to go Epson, baby. Epson came into your boy's crib, hooked me up free of charge with this brand new 4K projector, short throw projector, right? So it doesn't have to be hooked up in the ceiling. You just like set it on your credenza or you can get one that is built into it. Beautiful picture, man. Me and the kids watch movies up there. I'm watching the dunk contest up there, seeing Mac McClung get busy. And they said white men can't jump. Shit, Mac McClung, 2023 NBA uh, dunk champion, man. But you got to get one of these Epson projectors to get you set up right for next football season. Jay, how you doing this morning, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, I actually woke up early today. It's, mm. it's, I'm feeling good. Pumped for the mock. Mm. I mean, it was funny. We were on the phone, right? We we're like, man, what are we going to do tomorrow? And I found this mock and I was like, Ray, we got this guy going here. This guy going here. Your Cowboys taking this guy. 
it's going to be a good show. And you were like, how about we do a rookie mock? So we're giving the people a yeah. mock review, a rookie mock, all in one show. In big one show. show today. So going to have to kind of fly through it a little bit. But we'll make yeah. sure to give you the analysis about all these players. But this one is exciting. Uh, it is in the comments as well. It's in the tweet. If you saw the tweet that I put out yesterday promoing it. It's from Ryan Wilson of CBS. You know, say what you want about these mocks. But, man, you just never know. And for some of these running backs, it's kind of best case scenario. So I am excited to see how y'all feel about this one. Because I think from a fantasy football perspective you guys would like it quite a bit i think so too if these are if what i'm seeing are the actual landing spots for these players i think for fantasy we'd be very happy but i also think there'd be some decisions that we'd have to make in the first round of oh, those yeah. rookie mocks jay so let's get into the news because i know we got a little bit of news so we can get to the mock and then get to the mock after the mock so let's hit it baby straight facts the biggest news in the world of sports Covered and brought to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adoro. All right, Ray, so some big news out of the NFL world and some smaller stuff I will touch on very quickly. But Eric Mianami was hired to be the new OC of the Washington Commanders, finally out of Andy Reid's shadow, to prove that he deserves to be a head coach in the NFL. Hopefully it can go well for him. Don't feel great about the Commanders, but I am happy that Biennemi will get a chance to run his own show in Washington. Has a good complement of weapons, maybe not the best. And hopefully, if he can unlock Sam Howell, that would say a lot about his prospects to be a head coach going forward. The Cardinals hired the Browns quarterback coach, Drew Petzing, to be their new OC. He was he actually worked with Jonathan Gannon, so that's there's, there's some familiarity there. He comes from the Stefanski-McVay coaching tree, so there is some hope for Kyler out there, some hope for running backs as well, so I am excited to see what they decide to do as a staff. And then, Ray, we talked about Jalen Hurts and his contract. It was reported that he may receive upwards of $50-plus million a year for his extension per ESPN, Dan Graziano's. Jordan Rannon, uh, the insider for the Giants that works at ESPN, believes they'll take $14 million for Saquon to stay. And now there seems to be some reports that maybe Saquon will not be staying with the Giants. Apparently, Daniel Jones also switched agents, so that may cause a holdup for his extension. A lot of things going on in New York. But another thing that was reported was Aaron Jones will be back with the Packers. That was not expected with his cap hit, but they restructured his deal. He's not going to be paid. I believe it was $11 million going into next season. So he will be playing with new starting quarterback Jordan Love, but we'll get to him in a minute. Derek Carr had a visit with the Jets. We'll see how that goes. He seems to be the third option for the Jets. The Jets are also looking at trading for Lamar Jackson. If they do not get their plan A and Aaron Rodgers, we are waiting for him to come back from the darkness. I'm sure we'll see him on McAfee's show tomorrow and hopefully get some clarity on his decision. There's also reports that the Saints are interested in Baker Mayfield. So I don't know how people feel about that, but I'm definitely interested because I think that they want a quarterback who will be accurate, get get their players the ball, and Chris Olave desperately needs a quarterback. Tom Pelissero reported that Clint Kubiak will be the new OC, potentially. He was reported to be the top-ranked um, coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Whether that's the OC or not, we don't really know. All we know is that he was promoted to the top coordinator probably the passing and coordinator, potentially the OC. We'll get some more clarity on that. But like I said, the Packers are expected to be done with Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love will be the starting quarterback going forward in 2023. And like I mentioned, we will probably hear from Rodgers on Tuesday when he goes on McAfee's show. But Ray, the real question is, is where would you draft Jordan Love in a startup? Jordan Love right now is QB 19 on keep trade cut. So Mm -hmm. would you like to play a game of would you rather? I love would you rather. I love it. It's my favorite game in the world. Let's play it. All right. So Jordan Love, the now starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Would you rather Jordan Love or Kenny Pickett, who is QB 15? Jordan Love. Would you rather QB 16, Jared Goff? Jared Goff. Would you rather QB 17, Russell Wilson? Russ, reluctantly. Okay. Would you rather Kirk Cousins, QB 18? Kirk. Kirk is QB 18? Yeah, he's a little lower. A little so lower. again, like I mentioned, yeah, I Jordan Love is QB. I think he's I think he's slotted appropriately a back end. So below him, team. you have Derek Carr, Mac Jones, Geno Smith, and your favorite Brock Purdy. <laughs> my fa- my favorite Brock Purdy. I think Jordan Love is slotted appropriately, man. Um, uh, listen, Green Bay. They have weapons. Um, I'm not. I'm not as in tune with the offensive line. I know David Bakhtiari suffered with injuries this year, uh, but they've got a running game. You've got weapons on the outside with Romeo Dobbs, with Christian Watson. They're probably going to do everything they can to surround him with talent this offseason to try to make him be as successful as can be. Um, and you've got a coach that 
I think I think he'll be fine in Green Bay. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna. You, you sat for eighty years. You should be all right just by osmosis of being in the room. You should be okay. Um, but I think right now he's probably priced appropriately. Um, that doesn't mean I would sell him for QB nineteen prices if I had him in a super flex. Yeah, I for would sure. Be holding him, and uh, I'm gonna make you pay the piper for him. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in Russell Wilson moving forward, but I would rather have him. Kenny Pickett, I just, listen, the book isn't written on him. The story's not done. Yeah. But I just don't want to be there to finish the book. Like, I'm good, man. I'll pass, right? Like, I know there's still a lot of chapters left, but I read the uh, the uh, prologue, and I, I had enough. Like, I'm like, this may be a good story, but uh, I'm not going to sit here and read the whole thing. So I'll pass on Kenny Pickett. I'm I'm excited to see what Jordan Love can do as the full time starter in Green Bay, and hopefully, uh, we get that option to see that this year, Jay. So, uh, my only question about the news is why is it that Eric Bieniemy has to go prove himself? Why? why I don't know, man. Why, why? Why does he, having won two Super Bowls in Kansas City, whether he called the exact play or not, being in the building, doing the preparation, being the offensive coordinator? Why does he have to go prove himself? What has Jonathan Gannon proven, right? What has he done? And he got a head coaching job. Cliff Kingsbury, Shane Steichen, one season as the OC in in Philadelphia, and he gets a head coach job, a, a, a nice head coaching job in in Indianapolis. Um, it's interesting how that shit works. Nepotism is a real thing in the league, man. They say it's not for long. It's actually nepotism for life in the NFL. I just don't understand why uh, the enemy has to go prove himself in Washington and a lot of other coaches get that opportunity just given to him. So I'll let everybody chew on that and conspiracy theory away on it because we got to get to a mock, baby. We got to get to a mock. And this was a mock that was dropped by Ryan Wilson. Link to the entire mock is in the description. We're just running through this for fantasy purposes. And then we are going to do a mock. And thankfully, we got two rounds in this mock, in this CBS mock, Jay. So we got a lot of good stuff, uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about. So let's go ahead and pull that bad boy up. Where are we at? Where are we at, old GQ? Let's pull it up. There we go. And uh, let's just talk through it. Let's talk through the landing spots in the Capitol. And uh, just keep a mental note, Jay, because we're going head-to-head at the end of this mock, and we're going to do a one-round super flex, super flex rookie mock. So go ahead and kick us off, Jay. What we got starting off? All right, so we got the Houston Texans at two taking Bryce Love, or Bryce... Bryce Love. Bryce Young. Bryce Love. <laughs> there we go. Bryce Love. Throwback name. Um, let's just go through all the QBs really quickly. Indy took Stroud at four. Levis went at 107 well, to down, the Raiders. Slow down, slow down, slow down. We got, we got time. You don't, you don't got, we got time? Well, yeah, I mean, you we, can. This you, is, you this can, is you pretty can, normal. We see this. We talk about the QBs bit, a lot. Man. You can kiss a little bit. You don't got to just get straight to it. You can kiss and, 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 and touch a little bit, man. All right. Bryce Young to Houston, baby, at two. First quarterback off of the board. You know, D'Amico Ryans, we, we see this fit a lot. My, my question yeah. to you is, do you, your gut feel, do you think Bryce, when it's all said and done, is going to go this high in the draft? I think so. I, okay. I do think so. So the only thing to really point out to the podcast listeners is there's no trade at one. Um, They have Chicago just staying at one. There's no yeah. trade built into this mock. Um, So yeah, Bryce 102. I, I think he will be because I think when they actually see him at the combine and he throws, they'll be like, yeah. You know, he's small and people there's a lot of very, very tapped in analysts, um, a lot of GMs who have said, you know, if there's one outlier they'd bet on it would be Bryce right, Young. Bryce you don't Young. hear that very often. Okay. So Bryce went at two, and I, I've heard that too. I keep saying I keep saying if you're gonna bet on the outlier, Bryce Young is the outlier, right? Um, CJ Stroud at four to Indianapolis. I'm just gonna say I like what Indy's doing. And I like what Carolina, what they're doing. So yeah. you get Stroud indoors with, listen, I, I know Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce, and I believe Paris Campbell is still under contract. I know they are not world beaters, but that's talent. That's there, There's some talent on the outside to work with. With Jelani Woods at tight end, Jonathan Taylor as your running back, that, That's there's some talent on that roster offensively. I think it's hard to judge those guys last year with the inept quarterback play of Sam Ellinger, Matt Ryan, and whoever else they Nick Foles throwing the ball here and there. So I would love to see CJ Stroud and what he could potentially do for those weapons on the outside. Jay, I like that one. This one scares the living daylights out of me at seven. Overall, uh, the Raiders take Will Levis. I just, pff, Josh McDaniels. I just, I don't know, man, this one just scares yeah. me. This one just, it scares the hell out of me. Will Levis. And, uh, does in the Las players Vegas. scare you, Ray? Because Levis is, 
He's falling out of favor in I'm the not, streets. I'm, you know what, man? I'm not about to let the streets get me again, man. I, I think if if we're going to be bullish on Anthony Richardson and be bullish on the tools and the traits and the talent, then I'm not going to say that, that that doesn't exist for Will Levis as well because it does. Now, the market sentiment around him may may scare you from actually drafting him because it's like the fantasy community that doesn't like him. So therefore, do you really want him on your roster? But do I have those same concerns for, uh, uh, you know, is the bullish outcome potential there for Levis as it is for Anthony Richardson? Yes. And I don't know how people can, you know, be over the moon excited for a rich and then just absolutely dog will dump Levis. on the other. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't think that's fair because I think they're equally similar as far as their tools and traits and talent. A. Rich is a better rusher than Will Levis, no doubt about it. Um, but uh, Will Levis can sling it. He does have a powerful arm. He, I have not heard anything about him not being a good leader or a locker room guy or, or a cancer or any of that bullshit. So if you're, if you're high on, on, on Anthony Richardson, I don't know how. Yeah, Marlon, the steam for A. Rich has been picking up as late, as we've said, all time on this show. Every time I took him at the, inside the top three in Superflex and was mocked and ridiculed, uh, you see it happening. And you know, by the time it's all said and done, the comparisons to Malik Willis are lazy. He's probably going to get the capital and we're going to have decisions to make because at 1-9, A. Rich comes off of the board in this mock to Carolina. Again, love what Frank Wright's doing. Didn't he just hire Deuce Staley? Got D'Angelo yeah. Hall on the D. I mean, he's building... He's like Deion Sanders, man. Just big coach prime. Just building a monster coaching staff out there in Carolina in a division that's absolutely winnable. I mean, this is... This is... Let's, let's not lazily just say this is Cam Newton, but he could have that type of impact for a franchise that has found success with this type of quarterback in the past, Jay. So, all right, pick us up. Uh, here we go at uh, 12, Jay. So the Houston Texans at 12 do select wide receiver one, and that is Jordan Addison. So you do have Bryce Young paired with Jordan Addison. Um, Ray, I mean, I love the fit for Addison. I think that he would be great with Bryce Young. You know, I've kind of at times comped him to a Jerry Judy light type of archetype in terms of how he plays and how he wins. I think it would be a great fit. But how do you feel about Addison there? Because there is a, another wide receiver coming off the board very, very shortly. Yeah, well, talk about your guy. Talk about him. Okay, Ray. I've talked about this on this show. This is my spot, usually. Quinn Johnston, drafted, 14 overall, to the Pats. Mac Jones gets a weapon, Ray. How do you feel? I mean, do I got to draft him now? Well, the Pats said they don't think there's much difference between uh, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. I didn't want to talk about that, but they did say that. (laughs) Quinn Johnston to the Pats. I mean, massive upgrade from Nelson Aguilar. Zero target competition. Um, Mac Jones can throw the ball deep. He can throw the intermediate. Can they have the time for him? They have the running game. Again, I talk about how I don't mind QJ if he's in a wide open situation like on Houston or on the Giants. Um, I don't think the Pats is much different. And I don't think I would fade him. I just, again, I absolutely hate Bill when he drafts wide receivers. It makes me nervous. I've been here before. I don't want to get burned, but if we're talking about opportunity and draft capital, everything aligns for QJ, and when we're running the PFF grades and numbers for him over the weekend, they did all look very good. He was over three yards per route run. He was good against man and zone coverage. He is good. Again, there's... He's very right? good. I, I know you did his film, his film numbers. Obviously, those aren't done yet, but everything has checked the boxes so far. So if you get top 15 draft capital, you get a wide open situation like New England, Really no reason to fade him. Um, but where I would take him in a mock, we'll get to that in a little so bit. So I did, I, I finished my running back film grades and I've done some of the wide receivers and so far, Jay, and I just let the tape talk to me, man. I could talk all this shit about this is, uh, you know, give me Kayshawn as one, give me this per. When I got done grading him out and I just put the number in and just go and do the thing, he graded out as the top receiver for me. And I've only done a few, but so far QJ's at the top. My question is, man, Bill Belichick and wide receivers, like you said, and TCU, this just feel, feels like a disaster waiting to happen, doesn't it? Doesn't it just feel like a freaking it's a natural disaster. disaster? It's like, like it started disaster. off as a tornado and turned into a hurricane when you start putting everything all man. together. But like you mentioned, he graded out extremely high. Equal grades in man coverage, his own coverage, three yards per route run, 19 missed tackles forced, highest of the class um, per PFF. It's 
It looks really good for oh, him. It really, gosh. really does. Get Barry out of here. No, dear God. Well, I mean, Barry, Barry I mean, if it if oh, it happened, man. would I be surprised? Absolutely not. Oh. Absolutely not. But he does have a better skill set than Nikhil Harry did. I don't want to hear this shit. All right, get Barry off the screen. Michael Mayer at 15 to Green Bay. I mean, this is the most chalky. This just continues to be the pick. And I'm going to tell you right now, this would be great for Jordan Love. This would be absolutely fantastic. Stop it, Cody. (laughs) Cody, y'all are killing me, man. Jesus. Uh, Michael Mayer would be fantastic for Jordan Love. I just think that's another security blanket. Uh, for your young quarterback and probably would volume his way into being very relevant for fantasy. Let's, so let's scroll down. Now, would it be good for Michael Mayer, though, on the other side? Yeah, How do you so. feel about him going be, there? I think okay. he'd be fed targets. I think it would be good. That's what I mean. I think it would be good. I think it would be okay. good. Drew Sanders at 19. I just don't get the Drew Sanders love. It just reminds me of Bobby Carpenter. Um, here we go. Luke Musgrave at 24, Jay. So giving T-Law another yep. weapon. Just... No, I'm Evan Ingram, you were straight, but we're going to just go get six foot six, 255-pound Luke Musgrave and throw him out there. Let's go. I, I need to get everybody out of the chat. Now it's QJ, Kevin White. Good God. Uh, JSN, number at 25 overall to the New York Giants, Jay. So you've got Love Mus- it. Musgrave to Jacksonville, JSN to the Giants, Jalen Hyatt to the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, I would love it. I think this would be a great bye fit Bye-bye, Michael Gallup? No, I don't think it would be by Gallup, but Jalen Hyatt would be able to do something in that offense that CeeDee Lamb doesn't do. It would stretch the field. I believe it would open it up underneath for Jake Ferguson, Peyton Hendershot. I would love the fit. I mean, Dallas went out and they kept trying to find a speed guy, right? T.Y. Hilton, you saw him you know, get targeted off the street. Uh, I would like the fit for Dallas. Now... With Fantasy's some, different. With some other players on the board from a team-building perspective, I would have rather us go in a different direction. But if JSN's off the board, no Addison, no Quentin Johnston, I'm fine with Jalen Hyatt. I think he's getting way too much way too much hate um, because people just – he wasn't a hot name coming into the season. Coming into the season, all the buzz was around Cedric Tillman for Tennessee, and Tennessee wasn't supposed to be very good. And, you know, I, I just think there's a lot of misplaced – what he's good at, he's better than everybody else in this class at. Just about. You know, maybe he and Tyler Scott, as far as big play threats that can threat, uh, stretch the field and, and get those big explosive plays. You talk about Quentin Johnson's PFF numbers, Jalen Hyatt's are ridiculous as well. It's just like greenlit across the board. Now, you could talk about scheme and was he asked to do this? Was he asked to do that? Coming into a situation like Dallas, he would not ask to be would not be asked to be the number one. Um, he'd be a really good ki- uh, number two, uh, dude. The Quentin Johnston shit. I got. I can't look at the chat <laughs> anymore. Let's keep it pushing because this one, I don't get it, Jay. And I, I honestly, I don't even know how much I love the fit. I love the. We all love the player. He's number one. But Bijan Robinson to Buffalo doesn't do sound th- good. What do you think? Doesn't sound good. I don't. It doesn't get so, me going like I thought it would, man. I mean, it doesn't get me going, man. It so doesn't. the thing to point out here, right, and I think it is a big factor, is he would probably catch passes. Probably. I'm not going to say he will because Singletary did catch a lot of passes this year. So you, you will get some pass catching usage. But I still believe that the goal line vulture is going to be real. Like, I don't think Josh Allen just stops running the ball in the red zone. So that is a bit of a factor. How much do they run? I think they have to run more this year. If you draft Bijan Robinson, you have to commit to the run game to some extent. We saw the fall of the Bills was really their inability to run the ball when it really counted. No, the at fall times. of the Bills was their inability to play defense. What? I mean, that was the fall of the Bills. It was. It the was, Bills have a few different issues, and I think the bigger point here is that we've seen the Chiefs fall into this trap. Um, we've se- we've heard of the Bengals potentially going after a running back, and the it just. It doesn't make sense. No matter how good of a team you are, taking a running back in the first round when you have Josh Allen on a $50 million contract, it does not make sense. And I think even for fantasy, it's probably not the best case scenario. I think it's a good scenario. Good player, great team. But I don't know if it's a slam dunk in terms of he's going to be a stud because I don't. I think they're still going to lean on Josh Allen, and that's going to be a problem yeah, for us. I don't. I mean, I think he'd be fine, but I just I don't think it's as great as what it like. Oh, you you add a great player to this offense, it's just gonna. I just 
His offense. You want a great player on a bad offense that can make them good, right? So he can get all the work. That's not going to happen. Still, Josh Allen's team. He's still going to run the ball. He's still going to be the goal line. I just, I don't know, man. I, I, it's just a fit that I just don't love at all. Um, and if I'm sure, like true Bills fans, if you remove the name and fantasy bias, there are probably ten other directions that they should should probably go in, other than taking a running back here. But if you're saying this is my best player on the board and he's falling to 27 then I can understand it, man. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm with Cody. He ain't going to Buffalo. People have been doing this each of the last three seasons. I don't think so either, Cody. I don't like the fit either. All right, let's continue to scroll down, and that is the end of round one for fantasy-relevant players. So let's hit up round two and see what we got, Jay, in round two. And here we go, right off the bat, top of the, top of the second round, Jameer Gibbs, 34 overall to the Arizona Cardinals. We also have inside of this uh, inside of this early cluster right here that we can see. We've got Hidden Hooker, 40 overall to the Saints. And then you see Zay Flowers, 41 overall to the Titans. So talk to me about uh, Jameer Gibbs, his fit with Arizona, and then Hidden Hooker to the Saints and Zay Flowers to the Titans. So right off the bat, I'm coming around to Gibbs in Arizona. I don't okay. know if I loved it initially when I saw it, but you know, looking more into the new OC for Arizona, if you're telling me we're going to get a, you know, Sean McVay style of offense run or potentially an Eagles style of offense, you talk about, you know, zone read with Kyler Murray and with Jameer Gibbs, good luck stopping that, right? Yeah. You run a stretch zone with those guys, it, it's not going to happen. We we love Miles Sanders, we love Kenneth Gainwell when they run those stretch zones. Jameer Gibbs is probably the best running back in this class. It's not even close at running those plays. So I think that standpoint would be great. And then as well, it's intriguing because we haven't really seen running backs mock to the Cardinals. But I think, you know, if you look at this offense, D-Hop gone, you find another, another guy to potentially go in there. They bring another receiver. They obviously have Hollywood Brown. I think it could be a pretty consolidated offense. And as well, Kyler would probably get the ball to Gibbs effectively. Talking about Hooker and on the Saints, Ray, I honestly love it. I think this would be a yeah. very smart move by the Saints, a team that, you know, everyone's like, oh, how are they going to get under the cap? How are they going to get under the cap? They're going to figure out a way to get under the cap. But if they did want to tank this year, fix their cap situation, come back next season with Hendon Hooker as quarterback, that would be a very smart move for them, in my opinion. You already have Chris Olave. You can build through the offensive line. You can actually take a wide receiver, try and develop him throughout this season. And then going into next season, have a bunch of players ready to really take off in a division that is very, very weak. Now, we talked about A. Rich going to Carolina. We'll see what the Bucks do. And the Falcons obviously have to figure out their quarterback situation. But I really like the fit. And then Zay Flowers in Tennessee? I don't know, Ray. Can two wide receivers thrive in this Titans offense? That's that's the number one question for me. I think if you're telling me Zay Flowers and Traylon Burks from that offense, we already like Chiggy there. We'll see what happens with Derrick Henry. We assume he's going to get a bunch of carries still, still be a fairly run-heavy offense. Can two wide receivers thrive? I think the answer is no, personally, especially for fantasy. Like, could he get 800 yards? Sure. Is he going to be very fantasy relevant? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what your thoughts on are on Man, that. And then obviously Gibbs and uh, Hooker to the Saints. I like the Gibbs pick. I'm still iffy because Car the, the Cardinals aren't going to have Kyler to start the season. So I just think it could just be a cluster early in the year there. Um uh, Hendon Hooker, the Saints. Shout out to Stanley, man. Stanley has been stumping for Hendon Hooker for literally like 10 months now. And I think this is a great fit for him. I think he would, you know, he's a top 40 pick. You're going to, he's not going to go in the first round of Superflex drafts, but mid second, mid to high second, I think it would be appropriate to, uh, to go ahead and draft Hendon Hooker. I would like the fit. Zay Flowers, man. Zay Flowers is an interesting one, Jay, and I'm having a hard time. So I tried to start grading him yesterday, but I only have one game of all 22 film from his 2022 season, and it's just impossible to, to, to grade receivers accurately on broadcast film. I'm nervous, man. I see a small wide receiver that wears number yeah. four, that's athletic after the catch, and my <laughs> mind just goes back to Rondell Moore. And I don't know, man. They're talking about him being like a top 15 pick in the draft. I'm just like, I don't, I like the player, Jay, but I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to learn from past mistakes. What is he? He's, what is he? Like, I like Wondell Robinson and he was getting fed targets, but these are little, I, I don't know, man. I just don't, I'm just, I'm a grade the tape and the film will be the film. I don't know what to do with Zay Flowers because if he is a top 20 pick, like, is that the receiver I want to put put my chips in, chips in man? Um, 
And listen, That's here's the, the thing. And I know he's a different receiver than Rondell Moore. I get that, right? But he does a lot of his damage after the catch as well. And he's not good against man coverage. I mean, I will show no, you not. the game. In man coverage, he's not he's, he's not very good. He's one I of mean, the lowest graded players per PFF. He, and you can see it all over the tape. As soon as they put him in a situation where he's lined up against a guy in front of him, man-to-man, it is not good. Zone coverage, he's phenomenal. He's fantastic. I just yeah. – I, I think for me, I'm, I'm not going as far – people are saying Antonio Brown. I'm not going there with him. I'm not doing that. That's – I think that's – I think that's too much – I think it's unfair to put that type of comparison on this player, and I just don't think he is A.B. Like, not when I – A.B.'s winning no matter what. Man coverage, zone coverage, man and zone coverage, combo, shell co- – he's winning – he won – didn't matter. I'm not seeing that so far from Zay. I like the player. I, I would let somebody else probably, if I have to spend a top 10 pick, if he's like the 110, I'd probably let he's somebody else. He's looking like a back end first, right? I'd probably let right somebody now. else take that. I'd probably rather have Jalen Hyatt, honestly. I, I would, yeah. man. And, I, and it does not mean I dislike Zay Flowers. As far as this fit for this mock, I mean, I, I'm not going to say Tanny can't do it because he hadn't had two damn wide receivers to throw the ball to yet. So, Maybe with more talent, it opens up the offense a little bit more because they just didn't have bodies last year that were worthy enough to command targets. So let's scroll down this mock a little bit more, Jay. Um, we got Dalton Kincaid to the Jets at 43 overall. Darnell Washington. I mean, the Packers just go two tight ends. They take Michael Mayer, and then they take Darnell Washington. So there you go. Uh, I mean, why? I don't know. And I do want to say something underrated in this mock is, you see, the Texans went Darnell White right. Uh, O-Tackle from Tennessee. The Raiders went Dewan Jones, the massive tackle out of Ohio State. And I believe somebody else, there was another offensive lineman pick for a young quarterback. So you're seeing these young teams who invest in quarterback load up on tackle later on. Now here we go. The first big shocker. Jay, we got Roshan Johnson as a top 50 pick, 48 overall to the Lions. Roshan Johnson running back out of Texas to the Detroit Lions. We have Tajay Spears running back out of Tulane, 51 overall to the Miami Dolphins. You see Josh Downs to the Seahawks and Tyler Scott to the Chicago Bears. So, Jay, let's just talk about Roshan really quickly, man. Roshan to the Lions. Jay? Feels like bad news bears for DeAndre Swift, if you're asking me. I mean, primary rusher. Maybe Jamal Williams just takes a long walk somewhere else. You bring in Roshan Johnson, all of a sudden you got a big back six foot, 215 to handle that workload, get those end zone touches that we want. Oh I mean, boy. he can still catch passes. DeAndre <sighs> Swift is always hurt. Ray, I think you could make the case that Roshan's probably a top 16 pick, six, 17 pick oh, on easy. the Lions. Yeah, I mean, it's higher than that, man. I think people would lose their freaking mind. Because, I mean, it's the problem with this problem with the selection, honestly, is that you're going to say, well, Jamal Williams scored 15 touchdowns this season. So how are we going to fade Roshan Johnson? And it's like, well, yeah, you're you're making some good points, honestly. So I think it would be. But honestly, like jokes aside, it would be a really good fit. And he could fill that role. He's worked with talented backs in the past. He has no problem splitting a workload. And I think he would be the primary rusher on that offense that we expect to be very good in 2023. Any running back going to the Lions would be great. And I think Roshan fits from a stylistic standpoint. What could fill that offense gap Jay, and void quite well? I graded Roshan Johnson and he graded out very high. And let me just tell you, I think he's going to be a high selection. And I continue to say this amongst our group, man. A lot of things that he does, like he does a lot of the dirty work, man. He's like the trash man. He really is. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. But I think his best physical attribute is his physicality and how good he is in situations where he's got to protect the quarterback. I think he's he's one of the best pass protectors in this class. I literally can cut up 10 plays from the Iowa State game alone where he was either lead blocking for Bijan Robinson or protecting the quarterback, and he was just phenomenal in that regard. He's physical. I don't think he, I have him. I gave him a four out of five in speed. I thought he's pretty fast, straight line. He may be a yep. little more bursty than long speed. But he's big, he's physical, he can catch, he can do every. he's good, he's a master of none, but really good at everything. So this would just, and he just fits Detroit, just a hard-nosed, dirty running back, does everything, kind of like Jamal Williams. So I love that fit. Uh, Tell me about Tajay Spears. Tell me about it. uh, Sign me up. 
<laughs> yeah. Sign me up. Uh, Jay, he goes 51 to the Dolphins. Is he a first-round rookie pick? Yes, I yes. think so. I think so. I do too. I think, I think, honestly, pretty much every running back drafted in the second round here, you could make the case for them with the first round wide receivers. I wouldn't say take them over the first round wide receivers, but I think you could make the case because we've already talked about second round running backs is basically a first round running back or sorry, first round wide receiver, right? In terms of value, like the second round is a new first round, but you still, you know, you still want to take the highest. You still want to take the JSNs, the QJs, obviously, but you could really make the case. And I think those background for back and first round picks should be the second round running backs over a Zay Flowers, over a Josh Downs, who basically skipped over (laughs) playing on the Seahawks, goes fills in for somewhere. Tyler Lockett fills that wide receiver three role. Um, But yeah, I think you definitely make the case. And for this last running back here, uh, you could definitely make the case for a back end, well, even potentially mid round first round pick. I love, I like Josh Downs to Seattle. I do like Josh Downs. He graded out very high for me um, in my film grades so far. I need, I may need to go look at that. Let me go. Let me. He graded out pretty high, little, little, little higher than I expected. Tyler Scott, talk about getting buzz. Um, Jay, admittedly, I know nothing about him. So the first time I actually watch him on tape. Outside of highlights, right? I went to YouTube and watched some damn highlights, but yeah, that'd be the first time I've actually watched some Tyler Scott. But he is getting major buzz right now in the NFL draft world because he can change the math of a defense because of how fast he is. Uh, yep. Let's continue to scroll down and let's finish this out. Oh boy! All right, the final pick. Here we go. Oh no! The Super Bowl runner-ups, the Philadelphia Eagles, select Devon A. Chain out of Texas A&M at pick sixty-two. Okay, Jay, we got decisions to make in this upcoming big month. ones. Uh, let's just talk about A. Chain in the fit to Philadelphia. I mean, we <laughs> just we just talked about if you had Kyler and Gibbs in a in a zone read. Um, now imagine if that was Jalen Hurts and Devon A. Chain. Do you have? A guy who run what he ran, I think a ten oh two, in college in the hundred meter. So he's, he's world uh, class speed. He's, he's an Olympic he's, level, he's a, Olympic fast. level sprinter. Yes, with a good yeah, offensive, so I think, like uh, creative, knows how to get his guys in the right situations, knows how to maximize his players. This would we be, saw that all season. This would be filthy. This oh boy. Because you've already seen Bijan at ten to the Philadelphia Eagles, Gibbs yeah. at thirty one. If Philly can chill and build their team and then still get a cat like A-Chain at the back yeah, of the they took at back Christian of the Gonzalez round. in the yeah. first round. Yeah, they took Christian Gonzalez, who's a phenomenal cornerback out of Oregon. Um, I don't know who else they selected. And then B.J. Ojolari. They, so an edge rusher from LSU, and then you get Devon A-Chain here at 62. That would be nasty. That Those three guys, to complement what they already have, would just be disgusting. Just be yeah. disgusting. But all these running backs, A-Chain, Spears, Roshan, Gibbs, like yeah. all of them, great <laughs> draft capital and just awesome landing spots. Man, that would awesome. be phenomenal. All right, Jay, so we got the mock. We got the landing spots, so let's do it. Round one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, let's go. Round one. You're you're up first. Am I on the clock? Yeah, you're on the clock. Who are you taking? Um at one, who are you taking? I'm taking Bijan Robinson still. I think you have to. I okay. think if I think if all things considered, um, we talked about how you know these different quarterbacks, but Bijan from a value standpoint, and especially if he goes to the Bills, you know we talk about sometimes trading the 101 before the draft ultimately comes, even though we know it's Bijan. If he goes to the Bills, I still think there is a lot of, or I mean not a lot of value growth, but some room to grow for Bijan. Uh, but Ray, who would you take at 102? Well, I'm assuming you're going QB here. <laughs> it's tough though. It is tough, Jay. Um, I like the landing spots of all of them. I like Anthony Richardson in Carolina. <laughs> I don't know about this one, but listen, he's a first-round pick. Jay, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I I am going to give Shane Steichen the benefit of the doubt of oh. having success with Jalen Hurts and as it's currently constructed, right? And I know the Colts' offensive line took a little bit of a hit this year. I know they did. But you still have Quentin Nelson, and I'm hoping for a bounce-back season from him. I do like Jelani Woods, and I like Michael Pittman, and I'm fine with Alex Alec Pierce. So I think I'm going to play it safe today, Jay. I'm going to play it safe. I'm not going to 
I don't want to get too cute with this one. You picked the Indy. I got them playing indoors uh, majority of the year. It's the AFC South. I think I'm going to take C.J. Stroud here, Jay, at, at 102. I, I, I want to play it safe. I think it's a safe landing spot. I believe he's going to be a fine quarterback. He may not possess the upside of an Anthony Richardson um, or a Will Levis, but I don't feel like I'm getting a bust at quarterback here. So at 102, I'm going to take C.J. Stroud, Jay. What do you think? I, I love it. I mean, I, I would make the same decision. That's why I'm taking Bryce Young here at 103. Um, I love A. Rich, and uh, we're going to have a discussion about him in a minute because we did a draft, and, I, and I'm willing to admit that I made a mistake, but we will get into that in a minute. But I think that Bryce Young is the pick here. Um, I've talked about how I'm not a big fan of him in Houston, but at three, if, he takes, if Stroud is gone, I believe you take Bryce Young. I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, a top end QB one, but I believe that he can be an outlier for his size. And I think, you know, I'm not the only one who believes that. And you should believe in the talent, what he can do. And I and honestly, right, I would love to see him play CJ Stroud twice a year. Indoors. Yeah, that would be phenomenal. And yeah. then on top of that, I do love him getting Jordan Addison. I think that is a big boost for him in this offense. Right. He did go 12th overall. So we know that he will be playing with Jordan Addison. I think that's also another big, a big factor for me as well, knowing that he does have a wide receiver one there to play with. And I do think um, what he could do in that, you know, if they bring that San Francisco scheme and they put Bryce Young in that scheme, that would be very intriguing to me as well. Right. But I think that Stroud is the right pick at one. Now, I think this is where I think this is where it gets interesting this is going to be the interesting point, the sort of pivot point in rookie drafts. Because if the if the if if Anthony Richardson does get that top ten capital and the Carolina Panthers, it's almost as who was Frank Wright's quarterback? I'm just curious. Is he the one that drafted Carson Wentz? Was Frank Wright the Carson Wentz coach? No, no, no. did he? No, no, no. He was the one. He was still in Indy, or was was he a coordinator no, back then? For I think he was, was in he the Philly. He probably was uh, Peterson's OC back then. Huh. Look at us. We don't know our history. We don't know our history. But <laughs> I, I think here at four, Jay, I'm going to, this is where I'm just like, you know what? I'm taking Anthony yeah, Richardson. He was, right he was the OC there. He was the OC. Okay. Yeah. And there was a moment in time where damn uh, CJ, uh, uh, Carson Wentz was like an MVP candidate before he tore his knee up. So... You, right here, am I going to take a running back over over Richardson? I can't do it, Jay. Like, I, I cannot do it. I'm not going to take a running back over, over A. Rich. I'm going to do it, man. And Frank Wright, I trust Carolina. I like what they're doing. The talent is there for Anthony Richardson. It only cost me the 104. And even if you don't believe in the player, Anthony Richardson, it's not going to take much for him to do something where the community yeah. will overreact and they'll be like, oh my God, did you see the run he had in the Hall of Fame game, right? I, I need some of that. I don't want to miss out on Fields 2.0 or Jalen Hurts 2.0. So it's probably not going to take much for the non-believers to buy into a certain degree, therefore giving you a nice market to either hold, accrue value, or sell if you don't care if you don't feel that he is truly uh an NFL caliber quarterback. But here at 104, with him going nine overall to the Panthers, I'm good with A. Rich at the 104 spot, Jay. You're up at 105. Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't yeah. do it. I would not do it. I know what you're thinking, and I'll tell you why I wouldn't do it if you, so, if you, if you go that direction. I wouldn't do it. No, no, I'm. I think I think the pick has to be Levis. Um, but Ray, uh, I think we're. I, 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 I. So the question is, is that at what point do you so want him? Let, let's, do you let's want slot, him? Do I want him? I Do don't you want think him here so. at five. What, 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 what you just said, the pick has to be Levis. Do you want who are you drafting? Make your pick first. Make your pick. Who are you selecting? I think I think you could make the case for Addison. Who are you picking? I'm gonna pick Levis. I'm gonna pick Levis at 105. But I don't love it, Ray. I don't love it. Oh, should I smoke my mic? But so here's the problem for me though: is if Levis goes seven, and there's a there's a lot of stink around Levis, and that's what worries me. Like everything you're saying about a rich, it's the exact opposite. It's the for Will opposite. Levis. It's the it's opposite. The so if Will Levis does great, people aren't going to care because they nope, don't like they won't. him. They won't. Right. And they that's, won't. that's the problem. And like we talked about this. So people who aren't aware, we just start up quick, quick story. I basically went full productive struggle. Right. And I drafted Levis over Richardson because he was going to get the draft capital. And this was what, like a month ago now? It was like early January startup. And now that discussion is completely flipped and everybody hates Levis. And so it's like, <laughs> but I think at this point, 
at this point, it's safe to say that you should take Richardson over Levis. And I don't think that's a hot take. I think it's solidified. No, no I at think this that's point. yeah. I don't right? think that's a hot take. Because I at think all. the capital is going to be very close if not Richardson gets ahead of him somehow. So I think the pick is Le- is Levis. I don't love the fit, but there are still players there. And I and again, you're leaning on the draft capital. Let me let me tell you why I couldn't do it, Jay. Because everything that I said about Will Levis at the beginning of the show is true. I think if if you are optimistic on the talent and the tools of Anthony Richardson, then the same should be true for Will Levis. The problem is people don't hate Anthony Richardson. They don't despise yeah. a rich. The community consensus feeling around Will Levis is so bad that even I think he can go number one overall. And what people will say people is won't care. people will be like, well, that was a mistake. I'm still not touching him. And if you draft a player like that, you're almost kind of stuck with him. Like you're almost literally just kind of you're almost just kind of stuck with him no matter what he does. Like he probably would have to go through two seasons of absolutely smashing for people to be like, I'm in on him. Right. Like he'd, it, he'd have to be Justin Herbert. I think that's I think like, you know, not to say that he can be Justin Herbert, but that was kind of the sentiment around Justin Herbert was. Oh, I don't know. His final year was really bad. I'm not yeah, really but, in. Yeah, but people, even with Herbert, they didn't dislike him. They may have thought that he wasn't Maybe, yeah. ten- tenacious enough to lead an offense. He's too quiet, right? Yeah. But they didn't. The sentiment around Will Levis is so bad. Awful. I mean, it. And you that think, matters. That's the problem. It, does it matter. matters. It does matter. To what degree, I don't know, but I know it matters, right? Yeah. You draft. Let's just say hypothetically you draft C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, right? Right after the draft, you put those guys on the block and people are interested. Like people are yeah. like, man, what, what, what? I'll give you 24 picks. What do you want? I want that C.J. Stroud. You draft Will Levis and throw him on the block, I guarantee no one's going to click the I'm interested button. They're just going to, well, yeah. you were the sucker that had to spend your 105 on Levis and I'm going to take the next pick. Have fun best. with Zach Wilson. Have fun with Zach I just feel it coming, man. And, and you could see it. So it doesn't matter that the dynasty community is right or wrong. That's the market in which we play. That's the, the yes, the dynasty community is wrong a ton. The fantasy community is wrong a ton. But that's the market in which we're currently in. And if you buy a stock like that, you're going to just be holding it. There, there It's probably yeah. not very liquid. It's probably not very desirable. And you're probably just going to have to hold it. So I don't, I don't know how we got there. I blame Matt Bruning. Uh, for for part of yep. this, uh, here it is. I blame Matt Bruning for this. The propaganda that he spewed and started on Twitter. I love you, Matt, but uh, you will be the scapegoat today uh, for for this Will Levis hate. But Jay, here at the one hundred and six, okay, I kind of want to go to the running back. Well, I really do because some of these landing spots for these second round running backs are are incredible. But I can't do it yet, and I think I'm going to land right here with Jackson Smith and Jigba at the 106 spot. I think I'm taking JSN at 106. He was selected 25th overall to the New York Giants, and I love it. I love the fit. They need – now, they did bring back Isaiah Hodgins, which I continue to tell Mm -hmm. people he's going to be involved in that offense. In best ball formats, you better have some Isaiah Hodgins. I've been saying that since the middle of the season when everybody told you he's a dog and – not going to do anything. I'm like, yo, he's pretty good. So I'm glad they brought him back, but they still need another guy. Wondell Robinson's still nursing that ACL. JSN of the Giants signed me up at 106. Where are you at 107, Jay? I'm taking Jordan Addison. I believe there's a tear break here for me after this pick. And uh, I think this is funny because we talk about how the NFL teams are going to kind of fade running back a bit because there's so many available. And I think this is a similar circumstance. You know, it's, again, we I do have multiple picks and I can take a guy further down the line. But um. Just looking at the skill set, the fit, top 12 pick. Again, those top 15 picks in in drafts so far have been very, very good for fantasy. Should be the wide receiver one in Houston playing with Bryce Young. I do like that pick quite a bit. Now, I'm assuming basically the rest of the picks are going to be running backs, but we will see where we go from here. Okay, so just for refresher, we've got Quentin Johnston still left on the board, pick 14 to the Patriots. We have Jalen Hyatt at uh, 26 overall to the Dallas Cowboys. And then there's a bunch of running backs. Spears to the Dolphins at 51. Roshan to the Lions at 48. Gibbs to the uh, Cardinals at 34. A-Chain to the Eagles at 62. I mean, it's just running back galore in the uh, second round. But right here, Jay, um, if Dallas is going to spend 
this type of capital on a wide receiver with a quarterback that I believe is much better than McCorkle Jones, I know it's going to seem uh, people aren't going to like it, but I would prefer if I've got to make a selection based that both were first round picks and I'm looking at the situations of these players, I think I'd like Jalen Hyatt in Dallas. So I'm going to take Jalen Hyatt here at the 108 spot. Jay, what did you think about that pick? It's tough. It's tough. I don't hate it. So my only, my only you don't fear love for it you, either, though. You don't love so, it. So, but again, it comes down to opportunity, right? And can he be the wide receiver th- two, maybe wide receiver three, kind of early on over the long term, and then ultimately, if they do bring back a tight end, who will probably be heavily featured in that offense as well. We know that Pollard will get his work probably gone by the time that Hyatt ultimately does break out. I think it may be a bit of a light year one right even though he's first round pick could be a bit of a light year one for him to your point you know he will stretch the field vertically make some big plays and that's i think where your value could come from not so much from a week-to-week production standpoint so um i just don't hate it i just want to say this right the reason why i'm not as just antsy to draft a running back here opposed to some of these receivers is i know without a shadow of a doubt that i'm going to get a body in round two that's going to get carries at run. It's just so deep, dog. I guess yeah. I, I just know there's no doubt in my mind I'll be able to get whether it's Tank Bigsby, Kendra Miller, Chase Brown, Izzy Abanacan that I know in the second round I'm going to get a quality running back. But I like the landing spot part of, of Dallas. I like the landing spot of Dallas. So I'm taking Jalen Hyatt at 108. I'm going to be taking Jameer Gibbs here. Uh, if he's yeah. going top of the second round of the Cardinals, I do like the fit on pick. the Cardinals. And especially if, if they do decide to move on from James Conner a little bit early, then he's going to get even more carries, right? He can catch pass out of the backfield. I think depending on how they scheme that offense up, he could be a great fit there. Um, if they want to run the Eagles scheme, it'd be great. And I think if they want to run more of a Rams Vikings kind of scheme, it would also be a great fit. I think he fits all the checks, all those boxes won't be probably a heavy workload kind of guy, but can definitely catch passes and be effective in all facets of the game. So I do really like Gibbs there going 34 overall to the Cardinals. Yeah. And you could have made the case that Gibbs went as high as, as six, way higher, right? Yeah. Could have made hell. Some people may have taken him at five over Will Levis. Like realistically, they they may have. Yeah, I so, just don't think this is a slam dunk spot for Gibbs, but it's very close. It's very close. That's I, I why just, he, I, I think see, you can take him wherever. I know he went at the top of the second. I still see four for second round running backs, and I'm just like they're all going to get opportunity. So uh, yeah. I'm not going to continue to let this player slide. Graded out so far as as one for me in the film score, uh, Quentin Johnston. I don't love the landing spot to the New England Patriots at all. Uh, don't love it, but you know they spent the top 15 pick on a wide receiver, and we know that they need wide receivers. They don't have anybody. Yeah. They're devoid of playmakers, and whether it's Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones, what they can do is get the ball out accurately. What New England did not have last year was somebody that could separate at all at any level of the field, right? And if they could, they couldn't catch the damn ball, a la Nelson Aguilar. So, and and Kendrick Bourne is just habitually in the doghouse for whatever reason in New England. I'd love to see him get some more opportunity. They don't really have a dynamic tight end that can command targets. So Quentin Johnston here to New England with Bill O'Brien as the new offensive coordinator, I'm just going to bet on the fact that they're going to scheme up plays for the number 14 overall pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think, you know, at some point you got to just say, yeah, I'm betting on the talent. If he goes that high, you have to consider it. Um, Again, I was just betting on the talent of Gibbs over QJ, but definitely with you there. The question is, though, Ray, do I want the upside or do I want the volume? And these Ooh, are my two dilemmas right now. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know who you're so, talking about. So I think in reality... You should take Tajay Spears here. Tajay okay. Spears to the Dolphins, to me, is the better selection. You can make the case for Roshan, but I don't think he's going to get a majority of the carries, or sorry, a majority of the touches. I think he'll be somewhere in a split. I also believe Devon A. Chain is going to be in a split because the Eagles always run a split backfield, Correct. and they'll probably run three backs. But if A. Chain can be the lead guy, he could be great. I really want to take A. Chain here because I think the touchdown upside is immense. Um, and obviously the offense is phenomenal, but I think the play here probably is, is a Spears because he's probably going to be the primary ball carrier in a great Dolphins offense that will run the ball effectively. And with a better running back, hopefully run the ball even better. So I think I would probably take Tajay Spears here with this. What's this? 111? Wow. Yeah. 111. Yeah. 111. Yeah. (laughs) Feels like a steal taking Tajay Spears. I, I, I don't even, I can't even find him. Here he is. Tajay Spears. And he went 51 overall to the Miami Dolphins. I was hoping 
you'd go in a different direction because I 1,000% would have taken Tajay Spears there. You tell me yeah. Mike McDaniels drafts him uh, in the second yeah. round with Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, get the hell out of here, man. Spears is better than both of those guys right now. So it would be fun. It would be, yeah. I don't know who's playing quarterback great offense. for Miami, yeah. but <laughs> you got Spears in the backfield, you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on the outside. That's a very nice trio for whomever's back there at quarterback. I like the pick, Jay. I like Tajay Spears, 11 here in this mock. And at the 112, you know, uh, I'm not touching a tight end. I love me some A-chain. And Philly is a great spot with good capital. And, uh, you know, they're going to they, – they will run the ball and they will use multiple backs. Mm-hmm. Um you graded out very high for me. I think RB3 in my film grades or RB4, Devon H. Whoa, 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 whoa. They got to pay for that. RB4. RB4. Actually, tie for RB3. Tie, tie for, RB3. for RB3 in the film grades. And I'm looking at Roshan to the, Giant, uh, to the Lions, and I'm just like, I like the fit, but I like this player a little bit more, and I trust Philadelphia, and I don't believe Miles Sanders will be there. So here we go, rounding out the first round of this. I am going to take Devon A-Chain at the 112. I mean, in this type of offense, now, to be fair, the same criticism that you gave B. John Robinson about the goal line back being sniped by Josh yeah. Allen, the same thing exists in Philadelphia, Even and I think it's even more so prevalent in Philly because mm. they are going to QB sneak it every time they get inside the one- or two-yard line. It's Jalen Hurts sneak. Short yard, it's just Jalen Hurts. But they run the ball a lot more in the red zone. They do run the ball. Right, so Miles Sanders still was eighth in touchdowns, and we know that Hurts had, what, 13 himself? So Sanders had 11. Gamewell got his. So they just, the volume in the red zone is much higher for the Eagles than it is for the Bills. All right, let's uh, recap this real quick. Uh, We've got Bijan Robinson to the Buffalo Bills in the first round. He goes 101. CJ Stroud to the Colts, 104, goes 102 in this mock. Bryce Young was drafted second overall to the Texans. He goes 103. A. Rich, ninth overall to the Panthers, goes 104. Will Levis, seventh overall to the Raiders, goes 105. JSN, 25th overall to the Giants, goes 106 as the wide receiver one off of the board. Jordan Addison was drafted by the Texans with the 12th pick. He goes 107. Jalen Hyatt was drafted by Dallas at 26 or 27? 26 overall in the first round. He goes 108. Jameer Gibbs was drafted 34th overall, top of the second round to the Arizona Cardinals. He goes 109. Quentin Johnston was the 14th overall pick by the uh, by the uh, New England Patriots. New England Patriots. He goes 110. Tajay Spears was selected 51 overall by the Miami Dolphins. He goes 111. And Devon A. Chain, second to last pick in the second round, 62 overall to the Philadelphia Eagles. He rounds out the first round at 112. Just missing the cut, little Roshan Johnson. I had no thought about Zay Flowers here or Josh Downs. Or My next pick end, would have been Hendon Hooker. Or your next pick would have been Hendon Hooker. There it is right yeah, there. 201. So one more time. We just did a first one round super flex rookie mock draft based on this mock from Ryan Wilson at CBS. Shout out to Ryan. I thought this was a fantastic mock, man. I really yeah. enjoyed the landing spots for this mock. And I'm glad that we were able to do an actual mock based off of this mock and not just review it. So yeah, man. There we go. There's the show for this Monday, Jay. Um, we're getting close, man. We're getting close. The Combine again next week. We'll get more actionable information to actually start to, I don't want to say like decipher shit that's going on, but actually putting Confirm. some more, like, yeah, like let's see how big A-Chain really is. Let's see how fast Zach Charbonnet and let's let's get some real height, weight, speed metrics on these players. And, I mean, honestly, you know, outside of the NFL draft, it's probably the last big data point that a lot of people need in order to formulate uh, their Mm -hmm. rankings. And I know it's something that we are waiting for as well, Jay. So, quickly, before we get out of here, uh, subscribe to the free newsletter below. Jay, what else is going on? Destination Dynasty is out? Yeah, Scott's new pod on his ideal startup strategy dropped this morning. Haven't listened to it yet, but excited for it. He's been talking startup strategy a lot. You guys have been talking startup strategy. So, I'm curious what his ideal strategy would be. And maybe he'll talk about some Jordan Love because I'm excited to see where he moves. Cody, shout out to Cody, man. Cody dropped yeah, a mock, Cody, too. He did drop a mock. He did drop a mock. Cody asked, Ray, do you got a projection for the fastest running back next week after going through the film? 
The kid from ECU. I think it's going to be either him or A-Chain. What's it? Keaton Mitchell? Keaton Mitchell? Yeah. Or Devon A-Chain? I think, I think Mitchell from ECU. I graded Mitchell, Jay, in my film grades, and then I took him out because he got graded way too high. And I was just like, look, this dude's tiny, and he's going to be a kick returner at best, so we're just going to remove him. But you turn on that ECU film, and he was pretty good. But I know he's probably going to be like a UDFA damn near. No, no, no. Let me not say that. I don't know what he's going to be. I don't project him to be drafted very high. But I think Mitchell Mitchell's going to move, man. I think Mitchell's going to move. Cody, I'd be interested to hear what you think. Jay, we got a couple of Super Chats we got to get to before we get out of here. David from Across the Pond. Which QB do you feel more comfortable about, Tua, Lance, Dak, or Fields? And where would this year's top four rookies fit in? Um, Dak I mean, is who I, I feel think... more comfortable with. Number me. one? I think Dak or Fields. Dak Pick your me. flavor there. I think I'm fine with either Tua's one. Tua's dead last for me. Dead last. So would you take Levis over Tua? This is, so I for oh, me I think you go you Dak cut, you Fields went right to the jugular with so that so Dak so for me it's Dak Fields Stroud Young Lance or sorry Stroud Young A Rich Lance and then I think you have Levis, Levis or Tua. Tua that's actually a good list I don't have a lot of argument there would you say Dak you can make Fields? the case you want Dak Fields yeah would you take A Rich or Lance. Because I think that's an interesting conversation because we know Lance is on I'd the pro- Niners I'd, I'd now. I'd probably take a Rich. I'd probably take a okay. Rich over Lance right now, straight up. I probably okay. just give me give me the unknown black box prospect that I've got three years to figure out. I'd probably take a Rich. That's a it's a good list you put out. You so you would go Dak over Fields right now. I'm in between. I'm in between. Uh, you know, I'm not a big Dak guy. I'd probably take Fields personally, but it's. It's. It, I think that's your top two, right? I think it's got to be one of those two, whatever one you'd rather prefer. Then I think I would go Stroud, Bryce, A. Rich um, in that order. And then I think you get into Lance probably. I and then it's, want, would you take I, Levis or Tua? I, listen, I understand all these other players have had concussions. I don't want to deal with it from Tua. I'm just, I don't want to deal with it. My risk tolerance level is a little too and for low that for reason, that reason, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right, here we go. We got another one from Nicholas, man. Shout out to Nicholas. My brother is trying to poach Mahomes from me. Kyler, CD, and what makes uh, what more makes the deal worth it? Definitely not three that. first. Yeah, I would need. It's got to be a lot because Kyler ain't even uh, playing. Uh, uh, it would be uncomfortable. Your brother would have to. Uh, your brother would have to bend it on over for old GQ because yeah. uh, this is not even. Uh, this doesn't even get the blood going for me. Kyler's Kyler the wrong CD. piece because he's hurt. So it yeah, just doesn't, it's Kyler. not going to work. I'm good. Not not if I'm giving up Mahomes. I would want yeah. Fields. You need CD, like a Burrow, multiple, Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I even, yeah. uh, Fields, CD, and multiple firsts. And first. multiple firsts. Yeah. 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 I'd need a lot more. You'd have to bend it on over for me. Get it done and put it on the trade show. Mm-hmm. Getting the, get the Patreon. Here we go. Last one from Mix Kebab. Mix kebab, mix kebab. One QB. It's a real full, question. Oh, one QB. Okay. One QB, full PPR. Which side are you on? Mahomes plus Pittman. Mahomes plus Pittman or Lance 107, 108. One QB, full PPR. I don't know. I, still I think I want, want the picks. Do you care about Mahomes and one QB? A little, I guess. A little bit. I mean, I think I think it gets. I think QB is still important. Like, I wouldn't draft yeah. a QB early, but if you've yeah. got a quarterback that's going to throw for forty fucking would you touchdowns trade, a season, would you trade two firsts for Mahomes in a one QB? I don't think I would, even if it's a one hundred seven, one hundred eight. So I think that's. I think that's yeah, but why you could, you could be. You could have a legit dead asset with Lance. Like, what if Lance isn't the starter? That's okay. That, I mean, you could in one QB. You could probably stream QBs. I'm only like one. Q, I'm yeah. only in like one one QB league, but it doesn't. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot. Like I have Justin Herbert in one QB league, and I mean I'm not looking to trade him, but I probably wouldn't get much for him if yeah, I was. I, I still I you still know? think it's Mahomes and and Pittman, Jay. Okay. I hear you. That one oh seven. Because you're looking is, at, you know, you're looking at basically the back of the first we did today. Yeah, right? you're looking it's at kind Spears, of, or, Quentin Johnston. Or, or Stroud or Young, because you could get a QB back there if you really yeah, but wanted I'm not, them. No. Right. Pitt, it, Mahomes and Pittman for me. I, so what Lance if I told you you get a rich in the second round though? Because you probably couldn't want QB. League. I don't. I don't care about that. I, th- there's 
I know Mahomes is giving me 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns a season. I don't care if it's – he may be an advantage in single quarterback if you have that and you don't have to worry yeah. about streaming and you can just lock in 5,040. Like, I don't even mm. have to worry about that. Then I use Michael Pittman Jr. He's my receiver. He's probably yeah. better right now than any of the receivers that you would end up getting at 108, 107. And then yeah, I don't know what's going on with Lance. So for me – um, mix K, it's uh, definitely Patrick Mahomes for me. So bend okay. it on over, uh, brother, and uh, then I'll then I'll trade you Mahomes. All right, Jay, we got to record the trade show. So that is it. We are out of here. We'll be back on Wednesday. Don't know what we're doing, but the trade show will drop uh, tomorrow on tomorrow. the channel. So thank yep. y'all for being here. Hit the thumbs up button, like, and subscribe. We got a new outro. All right, y'all. I'm out of this thing. Happy Monday. Make today great. Make the week great. And I'll see y'all on Wednesday. Peace. Before y'all close off of the video, I just want to say thank you for checking out the content on Destination Devi. Really appreciate every single view that we get. And the only thing that I ask is that you hit the thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel. And if you can, comment below for the algorithm really helps the channel grow. Now, if you want more exclusive access to me in the entire Destination Devi team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access. Now, if your money's a little funny, we do have free content for you. Make sure you subscribe to the All Gas newsletter. There's a link in the description of this video below. And subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast radio feed, where we got all types of shows hitting airwaves every single week. Now, I'm about to let y'all into my home right now so you can see my setup in my media room. You are watching this on my brand new Epson Epic Vision Ultra LS800 projector. Epson came into your boy's crib and hooked me up with this brand new projector in 120 inch silver flex screen free of charge. And I'm telling you right now, this has completely changed the way that I watch movies, that I watch sports, that I game. If you want a setup like this that takes up absolutely no space at all, there's a link in the description below. Click that or visit epson.com forward slash wake up to completely change the way that you watch sports. Go big, go epic, go Epson, baby. Now y'all can get out of here. I appreciate y'all tapping in. It's all gas all the time. I love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace. Peace.